This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. This is a review of the Clinical Audit Support Centre's 2012 conference. On the 4th of July 2012, delegates gathered in Leicester for CASC's 4th National Clinical Audit Conference. The event took place at Devonshire Place in the heart of the city and was ably chaired by Dr Catherine Birch, former NAGCHI member and currently Senior Quality Advisor at Liverpool Hope University. The morning session featured keynote speakers from the three national organisations with responsibilities for reinvigorating both local and national clinical audit. Simon Bennett, Head of Clinical Governance, Clinical Audit and Patient Safety at the Department of Health, delivered the opening address and his talk focused on the current national picture and the growing importance of clinical audit and the department's forthcoming arrangements for the re-tendering of the local and national clinical audit contracts currently held by HQIP. Mr Bennett made a number of comments that will be of interest to clinical audit professionals, not least his view that there should be a move away from viewing clinical audit as purely data collection but rather a tool for quality improvement and his assurances that the new NHS Commissioning Board will be under a duty to secure continuous quality improvement. Mr Bennett also looked forward towards the future and noted that the procurement of 11 new NCAPOP audits will be underway by March 2013. Professor Nick Black, Chair of the National Advisory Group for Clinical Audits and Inquiries, then took centre stage and announced NAGCAR's radical new vision for local clinical audit. Professor Black explained that recent national reports and concerns raised by local audit professionals have led to NAGCAI conducting an inquiry into current local clinical audit arrangements. The conclusion of NAGCAI is that current arrangements for local clinical audits are both unsatisfactory and unsustainable, and that as he put it, retaining the status quo is not an option. Nick went on to outline the key problems that NAGCAI have identified and a set of truly radical suggestions for how local clinical audit can be improved in coming years. Nick explained that a seven-page consultation document will be made available via the NAGCAI website in July, and he welcomes feedback from all of those with an interest in clinical audit on this. The final speaker before morning break was Robin Burgess, CEO of HQIP. Robin's presentation looked at HQIP's work plan and priorities until March 2013, and included hot-off-the-press news that HQIP have published several new documents on their website, including guidance on principles of quality for national clinical audits. Robin also announced that HQIP will be appointing a new medical director in due course, and that they are teaming up with Professor Paul Barak, an international expert in quality improvement. Robin encouraged audience members to use the new feedback mechanism for raising concerns on NCAPOP audits, book onto a series of Action Not Words seminars in autumn 2012 and to use the National Clinical Audit Forum. After a short break for hot drinks and pastries, delegates were treated to an enlightening series of presentations delivered by current NAGCHI member Mr Danny Keenan and former NAGCHI member Martin Ferris. Mr Keenan, who as well as working as a surgeon, also holds positions with NICE and the Care Quality Commission, pulled no punches in his presentation looking at the role of audit in revalidation. Danny also informed members of the audience that in his opinion clinical audit is a growth area and that clinical audit will be integral to appraisal and revalidation. 
Martin Ferris delivered the final speech before lunch and this focused on his personal area of expertise, clinical audit and commissioning. Much like Danny, Martin pulled no punches and informed the audience that in his view, commissioners are not paying sufficient attention to clinical audit. He also demonstrated a worked example of clinical audit contract monitoring system pioneered in Sheffield. Lunch gave delegates a chance of a well-earned rest, but it was noticeable that many wanted to continue discussions and in some cases the organisers had to almost forcibly encourage a number of delegates to leave the main room to get their dinner. Whereas the morning session was facilitated by national leaders looking mostly at policy and strategy, the afternoon session focused on the practical delivery and reality of clinical audit from the viewpoint of several clinical audit professionals. John Hignett, chairman of the North East Clinical Audit and NICE Network, reviewed his 16 years in clinical audit and looked at why less national clinical audits would be a step in the right direction. He noted the increasing burden placed on clinical audit staff at a local level and identified that clinical audit professionals were being de-skilled by the influx of national clinical audits that essentially force staff to become involved in laborious data collection methods that lead them to look elsewhere for more fulfilling careers. John concluded his talk by providing intelligent suggestions on how progress could be made in the future in relation to national audits, including one, giving local and national audit equal status, two, allowing high performing trusts to opt out of some national clinical audits, and three, greater involvement of the National Audit Governance Group in formulating future plans for the NCAPOP programme. Stuart Metcalf, Audit and Effectiveness Manager at UH Bristol and Chair of the South West Audit Network, then continued to give a perspective from the clinical audit coalface and noted that there were ever-increasing audit priorities to meet with less staff and resources. Stuart suggested that national clinical audits need to be simplified and improved and identified the shift of clinical audits away from quality improvement towards quality assurance. Stuart genuinely noted that he was nervous about the future and what lay ahead, but also pointed out that clinical audit professionals are used to change and have a good track record of being adaptable and are able to overcome adversity. The next speaker, Amy Prothero, provided a truly unique insight into the world of local and national audit. Amy explained to the audience that she had started work as a local clinical audit professional before moving out of local audit and into her current role as project coordinator at the UK IBD National Audit. Amy discussed her experiences of national audit as a local audit facilitator and her current experiences of local audit as a facilitator of a national audit. Amy's presentation was both informative and honest and she concluded with ideas in terms of how local and national audit could help each other. For example, local clinical audit staff should report problems with national audits to suppliers so that issues can be addressed, and national audit suppliers should help local audit professionals by producing more timely and shorter national reports. The final speaker before mid-afternoon break was Professor Robin Davidson, representing Northern Ireland's Guidelines and Audit Implementation Network. Professor Davidson gave an entertaining talk on the role of GAIN and explained that their role incorporates elements of work carried out in England by HQIP and NICE. He explained that GAIN promote the production of audits developed from the bottom up and also offered several useful handy hints 
on how to change clinical practice via clinical audit, which included 1. The production of short reports, emphasising Amy's previous point, 2. Locally owned clinical audit projects, and 3. Training programmes for clinicians. After another short break, the day concluded with a series of 10-minute presentations by the four finalists in the Clinical Audit Support Centre's Clinical Audit Innovation Awards. Presentations were given by Hilary Hall from Mid Cheshire Hospitals on the Clinical Audit Review Forum, Dr Chules at Burton Hospitals on a local programme to improve the audits of junior doctors, Joe Coltman from Central Manchester University Hospitals Foundation Trust looking at the organisation's annual clinical audit and risk management fair, and Mark Lyon from NHS Blood and Transplant who explained NHSBT's innovative approach to reinvigorating clinical audit via collaboration. All four speakers provided excellent overviews of their innovative local work and delegates then cast their votes via the ballot papers provided. The result of the competition was that Dr Chules and Burton Hospitals were awarded first place with a total of 55 points, just ahead of NHSBT with 46 points. The final presentation of the day was a double act featuring Carl Walker, Clinical Audit Manager at University Hospitals Leicester, and the Cash Director Tracy Ruthven. Their presentation focused on the work that has been conducted at Gonda University in Ethiopia since 2004 in order to get clinical audit and quality improvement methods established in the local hospital. The presentation focused on difficulties involved in establishing clinical audits in an African country with few resources, but it highlighted the fact that with the right training, enthusiasm of staff and senior management support, clinical audit can be successfully and effectively implemented almost anywhere in the world. The very final part of the day involved Dr Birch summing up the key points from the event. These were 1. Quality of national clinical audits need to be improved. 2. Commissioners must become more engaged in clinical audit. 3. Clinical audit teams need to review how they currently operate. 4. There needs to be an appreciation that quality is everybody's business. 5. Audit professionals need to keep abreast of health policy and national developments. And finally, six, we all need to get involved in shaping the future of clinical audit by raising views and ideas on the various discussion boards that exist and by feeding back our views to key stakeholders such as NAGCAI, HQIP and National Clinical Audit Suppliers. This broadcast was recorded on the 5th of July 2012 and is copyright of the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the Clinical Audit Support Centre team.